All right, guys. Episode 150. Yep. Huge, accompli- huge accomplishment. It's not really that big of an accomplishment. It's just okay. a round number. Yeah, whatever. But anyways, I thought by now, I'll be honest, that we would have more sponsors. Same. Fair. And I think what we're doing wrong is we're not putting ourselves up there as someone that's sponsorable. So what I th- I don't know about that, man. We're yeah, the we're unofficial, pretty professional. We're the unofficial podcast of Hollywood. We're the A24 boys. Right. Yeah. The Bong Joon Bros. Yep. You yep. know what I mean? The Criterion Collective. Of course. Yeah, but the problem is they're not noticing and I think to get them to notice, we just got to throw out a few freebies to these popular companies that sponsor all the podcasts we listen to. Right, we should do free work for these corporations. Yeah, right? Yeah, that's work a great idea. Work for experience, you know? Exposure. Exposure, that's it. That's um, so I'll I'll start. We'll do a few fake ad reads. Like, well, right. I'm sorry, All real right. ad reads for free for free. It's okay, mock ad reads. Right. Go ahead. Here we go. <clears throat> Is your underwear fucking chafing and suck and not comfy and really really suck? Then go to meundies.gov and get yourself the micromodal. Dot com. Uh, dot com. Your, yeah. y- it goes under your pants. And yeah, everyone knows how underwear works. So I don't think that was a great ad read. <laughs> I think you could do a little better. That was a little... Yeah. That was exactly like the other ones I hear on other podcasts. No, that I you kind of stumbled. Disagree. You didn't sound very confident. You didn't sell it. Sell it to me, dude. What, okay. uh, All right. Maybe a different, a different company. All right. We'll do something a little more marketable, a little bit more approachable. Okay. All right. And I'm a listener listening to this podcast for the first time. And, cool. you know. and it'll be accessible for everybody. If right. you need some help, I'll step in. For sure. Some, okay. Is your dick soft as shit, and are you useless without a hard All dick? Right. No. You, <clears throat> need, hey. you need a big erect dick at bluechew.edu. Go to it's, No, you're confusing you, ED and the ED. You chew the gum, and then you you get hard. Okay, well, <laughs> Not I mean... your best work. It doesn't necessarily appeal to our listeners. Well, then, I, you try I it. would know. How about you okay, try it, Alex? watch the master at work. Please. Okay. Are you just a little fucking pussy with a micro dick that won't even get hard? Are you garbage? Do you have a degradation fetish you piece of shit try blue apron that was pretty good actually thank you I, I would try blue apron every fucking week new movies get released how does anyone ever see these there are too many movies welcome to there are too many movies family Episode 150, family. This week we talked about... Was it Sicario? Sicario! Before we talk about Sicario, we're going to talk about what we've been watching. Alex, could you pay the fuck attention? Uh, I'm texting my mom and it's Mother's Day, so you're kind of being a dick right now. Okay. The listeners don't know that. We're recording on Sunday. This comes out after Mother's Day, so you don't need so to So you're do that. technically two days late. Mm, no. I'm always on time. A wizard is never late. Oh, great. All right. I'm Chris Collins. I'm Josh Rodriguez. I'm Alex Wilson. Alex the Wizard Wilson. Alex the Wizard Wilson. You're welcome. Oh, um, you Wiz going forward. That was my nickname. Alex Wizshin. From kindergarten through age 27. Because wow. you pissed your pants, right? Yes. The Wiz boy. You little pissy boy. <laughs> little pissy, <laughs> shitty, witty, shitty pissy boy. <laughs> um, before we talk about Sicario, let's talk about what we've been watching. But before we talk about that... Uh, and what? I just don't. I'm not even feeling that. You don't want to be here. What would you rather do? I'd rather watch like meme videos or like Vine compilations from like 2012. Well, Vine compilations from 2012. <clears throat> yeah, like vines. You why? Can, why specifically Vine? I just think it's like the the most cinema app there's been. You know what I mean? 
Like, would you rather watch Taxi Driver or Fresh of Akadu? <sighs> I well, rest my case. Yeah, fair. Whatever. For episode 150, though, we got to pitch the Patreon. We got to tell them about All right. five bucks a month. So to give it a little more context, this is a Criterion Collective yes. that we've curated mm. of faithful listeners of our podcast that enjoy silliness. Mm-hmm. Goofy, wacky antics. Wacky antics yeah. and uh, impractical jokers. Of course. Um, and cinema, ultimately. Yeah. Yeah. But, but last. Yeah. Lastly, cinema. Uh, we talk to them every fucking day. It's true. Every day, without fail. Yeah. We play framed. We play... We play games with them. We share... We stream stuff. We stream constant conversations. Chris posts, like, dark web links that take you to, like... It's just like a like a bloody room. Quit trying to get me to download Tor, Chris. Yeah. NordVPN, our next sponsor, actually. Sponsored by NordVPN. Good segue. Thank you. Um, Segway. Another another free ad read. I'll be doing those all episode. No, the other day my voice cracked and Mm -hmm. in the middle of a sentence, and I was talking to Christina, and she just looked at me and went. "Ah." (laughs) (laughs) I was like, "Fuck." Um, (laughs) Shouts to them. Oh yeah. Also, bonus episodes. Yeah, you get bonus content. um, One episode a month. Blah 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 blah. Five bucks a month minimum. Join if you want or don't. But please do. But, but please do. do. The but, main point of this whole thing. But the option, do. the option of don't is not there. We're not giving them that option, Chris. That's if true. you were a good ad reader, right. you would know that. There is no option. Of course. You fucking buy it. Because we'll kill you. Okay. I don't think that's the right approach. Death upon you. All right. Can we get into watch lists? All right. Fine. Who wants to do the watch list? Get into watch list. I'll right. kick us off. Okay. It's been a minute. Yeah. Mm. I watched the game, dude. Yeah. Michael Douglas, David Fincher, David Finchies. I, I feel like you have rewatched this recently and talked about it on a watch list. That was Chris. Was that Chris. That was Chris that rewatched okay. it. But thank in, you for paying attention. In the last year or so, probably right. Yeah, something like that. Um, yeah. So I scooped it up on Criterion. Oh. It's a Criterion movie? It Criterion, is a cri- I'm sorry. The Criterion editions of anything are just boner producers. Especially when you can grab them on eBay for less than retail, dude. Uh, like $10 or less for a fucking Blu-ray copy of a good movie. Or just the Criterion area of movie trading company because they yeah. have those boxed off. Yep, that's pretty dope. Great. That's pretty sick. It's a different vibe altogether when you get a Criterion with a blue sticker. It's the best. Approved by David Finchies himself, mm. dude. He looked at my Blu-ray and was like, yeah, that one's good. Yep. That's what he, he does. Inspects them. I'm still waiting on Panic Room Blu-ray. Dude. I don't think it's going to happen. It's got to. It okay. Ha- it has it. to. This year. They're rumoring it I this year. It. Uh, but anyway, I, I doubt it. It's a great movie. It's a fine movie. You know what? I it's love? better than the game. Mm-hmm. In, mm-hmm. in the game, the got a Criterion collection. It is better than the game. Well, the Criterion is very selective, <clears throat> and they don't choose a lot of the films that you'd expect to be on Criterion. That is true. But the, that's their way, man. Whatever. That's the way of big brain cinephile. Like right. arguably bigger brains than us. 
choose what goes in the Criterion Collection. We're going to start our own collection where we just curate movies, and it's just the movies we've four-threed. The Comterion Collection. Oh, that's a great idea. Right? Yeah. And it comes with a sample of all of our cums mixed together. Okay. Let's, <laughs> so if it, I fucking hate it here. It's printed with our real cum. I hate it here. No, just in a vial. Yeah. Okay. Jesus like Christ. A, like Why? All right. Cool. Um... <laughs> The game. So I think this movie is a vibe. It is a David Fincher vibe. And I do have to say, I love 96% of this movie. It is the end of the movie that really does not hit home. Yeah. I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but... No, it's everything leading up to the very, very, very end is great. It's a vibe. You're wondering what the fuck is going on at every turn. It's it's just like, oh, shit, you're on the edge of your seat. And then when it's finally revealed, yeah. you're like, ah. Yeah, okay. Th- this movie has the same vibe for me as the movie Knives Out, which is a three-head movie <clears throat> in very, very thin five-head paint, if that makes any sense, where it's like... Oh, it's so it's five smart for you. Like it's too smart. And like, then yeah. the actual like twist of it is like, well, what the fuck, man? Like it, the actual twist re- relies on so much luck and happenstance that it's not and convenience conveniences yeah. that cannot be credited to a master smart plan. Right. Agreed. That is, that is what annoys me about Knives Out, and that's what annoys me about this movie, the game. And they try to write it off with a few lines here or there, which are like. Okay. Like, oh, we knew you would do this. Thank God you jumped off this, or else <laughs> instead this. of yeah, yeah. We, so like, like that. That's the that's the shit that I'm like, ugh. If it, I, I don't know how I would end the movie myself. I'm not David Finchie's. Here's how I would end it. Splat. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think it's really fucking cool and vibey throughout, except for the very ending. Agreed. All in all, it's a fucking like. If I had to choose, it's probably like a 6.5 out of 10. It's good. It's very good up until the very fucking end. Solid. Um, I like how you say I liked 96% of this movie, and then you gave it a 6.5 out of 10. I think that makes... I mean, in my brain, it makes sense. Okay. You don't have to fucking get it. That's true. I yeah, don't. As a small don't brain, like the same brain, you so. can't quite comprehend what a big brain thought right. ma- machine makes. You know what mm, I'm saying? A You're right. Machine. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. And that's T-H-O-T machine. Thought machine. Yes, exactly. Uh, so I could give a flying fuck what you understand, well dude. Said. Cool, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. You know what I mean, friend? Yeah, man. Could give a fuck, man. Cool. cool. Co-host of 150 episodes. Ah, fuck you, mm. Appreciate it. Whatever. What's up, Alex? My hey, best friend. Up, dude? You guys can't even get a handshake right. No, I was I went for the pound and he wrapped it in his hand like a burger. Is that your That's your our secret handshake. Your, your secret handshake. Yeah, dude. Do you want to do our secret handshake? Yeah, here it is. <laughs> oh, Got fuck him. you, fucking bitch. Destroyed. That's fucking rude. For the folks at home, he flicked me off. And and in a crazy raspberry. turn of events. <laughs> <laughs> he gave me the finger. <laughs> Chris and I's handshake is sort of similar. We do impressions of each other. Yeah, and the the one I do with Chris is like this, and I go, "I'm Chris, and my dick is tiny." <laughs> That's good. Here's my That's impression of you. Ready? Right? Goo goo gaga. Where's my waifu blanket? I can't. I don't like movie theaters. I have a waifu mouse pad, not a waifu blanket. Whatever. <clears throat> I need my pacifier. I don't leave the house. I, you mean I? You fuck. <laughs> I watch movies on my phone. <laughs> 
Never do that. Whatever. <laughs> oh, 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 wait, we're wrong. only seeing true things? <laughs> my bad. <laughs> yeah, after your impression of my BB is so tiny. You're right. My bad. It's not- Look, I was just doing the normal impression I always do as soon as I see you. It's a good point. All right. Did you watch anything else besides the game? Uh, Yeah. Two more things. Okay. All right, let's wrap this up. <laughs> I watched uh, Black Landsman again. Nice. This is a very good Spike Lee joint, if I do say so myself. Have it's we a, seen this? Okay. No, I haven't seen it. It was. I liked it. I know you really liked it, and I I just keep forgetting to watch it. It feels it is, very short. It is very short. It's a good movie. Yeah. And Spike Lee does this thing where a lot of his movies are obviously like social commentaries and stuff and this has that has those same sort of things but like it's nice and condensed and it's a fucking movie dude is it a solid 90 i think it is i think it's even shorter i'm not totally sure it's just very abruptly ended when i first saw it you know what really fucking does it for me though john david washington man oh yeah he is a fucking joy to watch on screen always he's i will watch him in anything dude he's great Anything, yeah, Alex. Literally anything. If he was in an anime, I'd be like, okay, fine. No, I don't know how that would work. But I'd yeah. watch Ponyo, I guess, starring John David Washington. Liam Neeson's is in it, but all right, fuck that. Okay. Anyways, it's very good. Please Ad- check that out. Adam Driver's in it, right? Adam Driver, yes. Steve Buscemi's brother mm. is in it. Oh shit! I didn't know he had a brother, nor did I know he was an actor. And he's pretty good. Wow. Arguably, really good. Topher Grace is in it. He's really good. I like Topher Grace. I wish he got more stuff. He's good in that Black Mirror episode. Love him in that. That's the type. He plays that sarcastic, sharp, witty person so perfectly. Yeah, Dude, his scene in Black Mirror, or his episode of Black Mirror is one of my favorite of all. So good. But like the reveal of his character and then like the one line. Come on, man. It's amazing. That's incredible. Perfectly acted. But uh, Chris, to bring up Topher Grace, why don't you go by Topher Collins. Yeah. Because it's kind of my name's of you to go by Chris. Yeah. Is Topher short for Christopher? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Is it for real? His is? Yeah. I first of all, I'm going off comedy for a second. That's dumb. And I never knew that. Back to comedy. Okay. Hmm. Uh Chris is the right way to do it. Nah. I, I wouldn't agree with that. Okay, so both of us oh, here. So, right. so, so it's your two name, against one. Okay, so your name is Alex Xander. So would no, you just go, Alex. Would you okay? Actually, it's your Michael. name's Joshua. Fair. So would you go as Wa? I would be Schwa. Actually, <laughs> I could go by Xander. If I were, if I had a bigger brain when I was a child, it had to grow to right. this length. Um, you looked r- remarkably like Megamind when you were a baby. Thank you, and Alex. I remember that. It would have been Schwa. Okay, and you would have been Xander because that honestly personifies the Weeboo. <laughs> fucking band nerd that you are <laughs> if your name wasn't mandark it would be xander <laughs> xander you your vibes I hate are that that's not even a false thing <laughs> <laughs> mandark the white chap like the best roasts are grounded in truth and that yeah. one is so good it's just like fuck that is really good mandark you, your vibes are while you were partying i was studying the blade <laughs> Oh, you! I'll put down my gun. I'll put down, I'll my, put weapon. down my weapon. <laughs> Fucking uh, bitch. <laughs> so yeah, you don't go by Topher. I think that's a. I think that is a earnest mistake on your part. Yeah, I like Chris. You should kill your parents. Mm, 
That seems like a very bold leap, but... You should sternly speak to them. I still can't believe that's short for Christopher. Topher Grace is? Topher Grace. His name's Topher... Christopher Grace. And he ah, chose... That's wrong, man. Topher. Topher. You know, they're bringing back that 70s show as that 90s show with yes. all the same people minus Hyde because he's a pedophile. Correct. Wait, what? Who? Yeah. Hyde. Hyde. Danny Masterson. Which one? Did, uh, the curly I, I, hair. <clears throat> oh, yikes. Yeah. Dude with the glasses. I did not the know cool that. guy. <laughs> it's also I don't care double, about anything, Double dude. fucked up that he would be in that world while friends with Ashton Kutcher and on the ranch with Ashton Kutcher. Mm. What's the ranch? Is that a sitcom? It's yeah. a bad sitcom. Okay. Nerd. Black Klansman <laughs> is good. Yeah. yeah, good movie. You yeah. have a love hate relationship with Spike Lee. He he makes he, it's like M Night Shyamalan. He'll make a good movie and then he'll make a dumpster heap. Yeah. Yep. Old boy, fuck. <clears throat> yeah. Jesus. Original old boy though. Great. Watch it. Re- American remake of old boy starring Josh Brolin for some Why? reason. Why? Why? Directed by Spike Lee. If an American remake happened, that's like who you wouldn't give that to Spike Lee. Why would he? Why does he? Why? But Black Klansman, I have to say, is on the Inside Man spectrum of Spike Lee. Mm. I've been meaning to rewatch Inside Man because I hold it very dearly. Inside Man is hard, okay. dude. Is I that like it. a gay porno? No, it's no. not a gay porno. Well, it's called th- Inside Man. Yeah, I know what it's called. Do you think Spike Lee directed a porno? A gay porno? It's, I mean, Sylvester Stallone was in a porno. Is that real? Yeah. I like that that's your justification. It's it look it's completely grounded in reality. What's okay. another movie that could be a gay porno that has a very normal name? Oh man, uh, Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief. <laughs> yeah, that could work. He fucks Zeus because Zeus just fucks everything. Right. The title doesn't. <clears throat> not so much. Uh. Uh, milk. Ah, fuck. That is gay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm gonna stick with milk. Okay. Chris. I got nothing. I'm about to be canceled. For <laughs> my own topic, I have nothing. All right. Fair enough. Inside man. I'm, I'm looking up at like... <laughs> Scorpion King. Looking for like King. usual suspects clues. Like. <laughs> yeah. Scorpion King 2, Rise of the War. Holes. Holes. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Nice. It's my wife's nickname for me, by the way. Nice. Nice. Um. Anyways. And that's all you are. Anyways. Be good. You can sponsor us at any time. Right. Blue Chew. But it is on the inside man <coughs> spectrum of Spike Lee films. Spike Lee joints, excuse me. Yes. Yeah. Uh, very fucking good. Yep. Um, I also, for my first rewatch, dude, my first rewatch of Dune. Uh, Hell yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's good, a right? good movie. We, Alex and I had a very strong opinion that Blade Runner 2049 is arguably better than Dune. I still stick by that opinion. I still stick by it. Ooh. But that doesn't mean that Tune will <clears throat> not surpass Blade Runner 2049. You know what I'm saying? Like the sequel to Dune. Oh, right. gotcha. Tune. Two N E. And then, of course, Trune, the trilogy. Right. Thrune. 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 Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, get on our level. Or Dune with a three as the E. Oh! And that's obvious. Hollywood, like do the, it, like the Halo Three logo where mm-hmm. it's the three inside the O, or Alien when they put the three inside. That Alien. was fucking genius. God yeah. damn it! I love a I love a number in place of a fucking letter, dude. Yep. Ex- oh shit! I can't say that. <clears throat> it's just like wow! Didn't see that coming. Yeah, it's crazy. 
It's graphic design and wordplay. It's fucking insane. <laughs> um, so, Just wait for our spinoff po- podcast. There are too many movies. Holy oh, fuck. The sequel to the podcast. Yeah. Where it's just, we just started at episode 151. Yeah. <laughs> there are too many movies. Like, welcome. By the way, why do podcasts do seasons? Fuck that. That's so they, dumb. I what? fucking hate that. Unless, unless you stop. Yeah. I mean, also, good luck to you if yeah. you stop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only one that it Good works luck, on. buddy. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, we're going to do fucking 14 episodes and then we're going to take a year off to prep for the next season. Yeah. You'll come back from that, dude. <laughs> yeah. Idiot. The only one it works on is Hot Ones and that's not a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Even YouTube shows do it. I'm like, why are you doing seasons? I don't get that. Where it's like you just you gotta upload. grind at this BB. We've been doing this three years, and what's that? Um, one hundred and fifty episodes. You know who doesn't do seasons? Don't stop, never stopping. Steve nineteen eighty nine MRE info, the yeah. king, the king of YouTube. Yes, honestly, a very fascinating channel. It's genuinely worth a watch. How many times do you think he's gotten food poisoning? Uh, probably not that often. He looks pretty healthy, and he looks like he knows how to identify like botulism and stuff like that. That's true. He'll open something. He'll be like, "Well, I'm not eating that." Yes, and then yeah. Uh, but it is fascinating. He'll, but he he'll will eat. comment on everything and be like, this is fucking disgusting. I just want to <laughs> know this guy. Yeah. yeah. He's fascinating. Anyways, uh, Dune is good. Fuck. It's How, so good. One thing I noticed about when I rewatched Dune at home is like it. nothing will come close to the, the theater experience. Watch. The mm-hmm. IMAX theater experience I had where it rumbled my Dolby Digital taint. Yeah. And just like fucking shit. Like, You're like, the, I don't even need Blue Chew. Yeah, Exactly. Bluechew.com slash TMMM, whatever. TMMM. TMMM. That's close TMMM. Nice. Um, but right from the first line where it's like dreams or messages from the deep and that guy goes fucking... Yeah. He goes... And I'll deepen that in post, and it'll be a perfect impression. Hell yeah. And then all the soldiers are like, does that mean go? Uh, like, like, we- I actually missed that day where you went over <laughs> the chance. It's, it's like the brown note. They're all shitting themselves. <laughs> um, <coughs> excuse me. Anyways, uh, right from that opening note in the theater, I was like, oh, I'm locked in. Like, this is going to be. Oh, this is going to be hard. Yeah. It. God, that movie. And I'm going to stay hard for three yeah. hours. The fucking drums. Like, that's a perfect impression. De- yeah. Descri- Denny, Denny V describes it as the heartbeat of the sand, dude. Cool. Also, my cock is hard <laughs> from listening to that, man. And chewing Blue Chew at bluechew.com slash too many movies. I the think promo code also changes. sponsored by Denny V. <clears throat> Divisual language. Divisual language. Yeah. I have something that I think might be a controversial opinion, and it's that. Please don't say another racial slur. I don't think I care for the story of Dune generally. Okay. Yeah, I, I think, say, I think I, the execution I think, of the movie is great. I think that's super fair because it is very much a story that we've seen time and time again. Yeah. It yeah. is the Force. It is fucking Star Wars. It is, you know. Yeah. Very similar to all the Harry Potter. You know. Didn't wasn't it written the hero's like, journey? Yeah. Wasn't it written way before Star Wars though? Like in the of 60s. course, yeah. yeah. But but I'm saying like it follows that same template. Yeah, kind of the one, yeah. the chosen one, yeah. fucking Matrix. You know, he's special. He's special, and it's he, sandy. Spe- yeah, it's like it's sand. That's a good new DMT. He's special and sandy. Special and sandy. Yeah. 
So Dune and spicy. Ooh. What? Sandy spicy? Yeah. Uh Dune's great. Please check that out. It's uh, a good movie. On 4K BB. The 4K. new one, not the fucking David Lynch version. And that's obvious. Most obvious. Also, yeah. I really wish there was more Jason Momoa. He's good. Just in the world. Just yeah. Hey, check out Aquaman starring your favorite actress, Amber Heard. Chris? You're nev- you always talk about her. Oh my god, no. You love her, dude. Don't love her. Did you guys see that she quoted the talented Hitler? Mr. <laughs> no, she didn't quote Hitler. The talented Mr. Ripley directly? No. In, in her testimony? It's very no. weird. Amongst her testimony, which is, of course... I am on a movie podcast, but uh, for whatever reason, I've not been interested in the uh, in the whole thing. It's surprising. I've just seen whatever highlights generally pop up because mm. they're, it's fucking bananas. Yeah. yeah. Well, Google that. Google Amber Heard, talented Mr. Ripley. She quoted in her testimony, like, a monologue from it. It's weird. Anyway. What was the line that she quoted, Alex? She said, Ripley's believe it or not, but I can do anything, which is from the talented Mr. Ripley. Mm. Fair enough. And I've seen that. And that's in the transcripts. So I'm done with my watch list. Do we want to give it to this I, fucker over here? I guess. <laughs> but before you start, do you need anything? Are you good? Uh, yeah. Can I get a like a 12-ounce a ribeye steak uh, cooked sous vide and then seared with just salt and pepper uh, like puree, no garlic mash, powder. Uh, well, definitely garlic powder. Yeah, okay. I don't have uh, the mashed su- potatoes and asparagus or green beans if you don't have asparagus. Okay, that's very specific. I can accommodate maybe none of that. Mm. Um, drink wise, are you good? I'll take an apple pie a la mode, and I'll take the apple pie heated, but uh, the ice cream on the side, not on top of the pie. Okay, uh, unless hold on, you, hold on. but that's yeah. not a la mode, unless it's on top. I'm not done. I. And I'll take strawberry instead of vanilla. And if you don't have strawberry instead of vanilla, I'll take just the pie unheated. Okay. I think I got all that. Um, that was all from when Harry met Sally. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, you got a drink? You, you're good on that? Uh, for now, yeah. Okay. When I'll let you know when I run out. Okay. For the visual listeners, you just chugged an entire sparkling water. All right. I think it's you don't time. Need to burp. I'm actually good. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna say I think it's time on episode 150. I finally accommodate the ask you've been, you've been. Are you gonna get me a cold frosty beer? <sighs> no way! Wow, dude! A fresh beer. And for the visual listeners, from that's, Tank Girl, that's obviously a beer. And it's open, and that's your beer now. That's so nice of you. And after I told you that I I have alcoholism, so I sh- probably shouldn't, but like I don't even care anymore. Yeah, you always carry that chip around. You have to drink the whole thing now, though. Is that okay? Oh, fuck. For the visual listeners, he's chugging the whole thing. He's, he's going for it. And don't stop, you bitch. And, and it's, it's spicy. And it's definitely beer. <sighs> he can do it, though. I've seen him house beers to the face. I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> Drink the beer that you wanted, Alex. Fuck. <laughs> Isn't it delicious? <laughs> Finish it. Anybody checking out our podcast for the first time? Like, just imagine that. Good job, man. Good job, man. You okay? Chugged a whole beer. Ugh. Do you feel okay? 
And now tell us what you've been watching. <laughs> the nanny with Fran Drescher. <laughs> I love Your her. eyes are watering a little bit. Yeah, was, I get, For, I get really that, choked up about the nanny. Are, really you, are you really that happy that I finally got you a beer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely edit that. For the folks at home, for the visual listeners, he's crying. He's crying with happiness. Uh, (laughs) The nanny with Fred. She's great. I love her. I had never watched this show before. What is this? This is a sitcom. You've never seen The Nanny with Fred Drescher, dude? No. It's genuinely very funny. Yeah. From the 90s, Fred Drescher. (laughs) Fred Drescher. Oh, yeah. I know who she is. Yeah. But I don't uh, know the definitely show. Definitely don't know who she is, obviously. But uh, it's really good. Um, I, I remember who she is. Okay, give me God. one Fran Drescher quote. Ah, I'm on a sitcom. Oh, oh shit. That's a that. pretty good impression. God damn it. Um, Are you okay? All right. Are you all right? The butler is the best part of the nanny with Fran Drescher. Who is the butler? Is this I a can't sitcom? Remember. Yes, it's a sitcom. Okay, sorry. A situational, com- situational comedy. It sounds like... Never mind. Doesn't matter. Is that where sitcom comes from? Yeah. Wow. I'm a big brain. I recognize that. Wow. Sitcom. Almost like a decom. What's that? Disney comedy. Disney, Disney Channel original movie. Disney Channel original movie. What the fuck? It's one thing about sitcoms. <laughs> There's always some funny situations. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, those comedies are situational. Oh I will say God. that. One might say zany. Yes. Yeah. Wacky. Somebody might drop a cake and then somebody else walks in and goes, Whoa, this seems like a situation. And then laugh track. <sighs> that was disgusting. You gave me a fucking whole beer and told me to drink it. Um, <clears throat> you asked for it. Yeah. You've been asking for months it. Months ago. So? And it's late. Oh, you would know a lot about late presents, wouldn't you, you I, fucking I'm asshole? son of a bitch. <laughs> I showed you the tracking on that book. Yeah, well, you want to see the tracking on that beer? It's been fermenting in my fridge for Fuck. since we started the podcast. Oh my god, am I gonna have to have babies go into my stomach like that episode of the Rugrats where they have to get the black watermelon seed out of Chucky? Didn't see that, but sure. Do yeah, you call yourself a cinephile. Anyways, were you telling us about the sitcom you were watching? Yes, uh, the yeah. nanny with Fran Drescher. Yeah, hold on. It's not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. It wasn't my idea. I just want to say one <clears throat> one joke from the show is uh, there's a... Chi- okay, this is one thing I hate about the show. There's child acting in it at all. Yep. Mm. Three of the main characters are children, which is awful. That's rough. Uh, but the kid is eating a steak and tells the, but- tells the butler, the steak is kind of tough. And then the butler goes, life is kind of tough. And then you die. I just thought that was really funny for a 90s sitcom. Is there a laugh track after that? Nope. Is there a fucking bueno bueno? Fucking, fucking. He, he picks up a noose <laughs> and then he drops his pants and he puts the noose on. That's a situational and he comedy. He jerks off to completion. <laughs> where'd so where do you, so where'd that you bar see was this? Wacky. Uh, HBO Max. Okay. And then as he falls, it goes. Yep. Yep. And then the crowd cheers. Yes. And that's obvious. Up next, I have Mean Girls. Absolute classic, Mean Girls. That is a great fucking movie. That is cinema. I'm, I'm not going to stop burping. <clears throat> it is absolutely cinema. It is four three even. I I regret to inform you, I do not have this movie. It is in the Criterion Collection, though. Of course, of course, it is. Is it really? Yeah. No. Why didn't you keep it going? Sorry. Yes, and dude. It's not. 
Yeah. I, I didn't. I Genuinely, I didn't know. So we, both of you are right to me right now. It is, just so you're aware. It will never be in the <clears throat> Criterion Collection, Really? Alex? Do you want to make a lifetime bet on that? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I bet you my casket when I die that it will be in the Criterion Collection. It won't be collection. in the Criterion Collection on my firstborn's life. Dude. All right. Hamburger handshake. They did the hamburger handshake, and that seals it. Doof. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh... Mean Girls. I, w- I want to say one of the most underrated performances, Tim Meadows. Oh, yeah. Yes. In that movie. We will keep great. you here till four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That and then fucking the, the best friends. Where are you going? I'm yeah. Going to check the phone. The sure phone. Sure I'm going to check the I'm phone. I'm checking the phone to make sure you're recording. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry that you don't know anything about responsibilities on this show, but I have a responsibility to record Excuse this. Excuse me, on- I drive down here. Oh. In a car. Wow. Damn. Do you know how many deaths there are on the road every year? Well, now you can't because now you drink a beer. Oh, fuck. And now you can't drive back. <laughs> that oh, would I'm be- fucking wasted. <laughs> 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 Anyways, what do you what were, what were you talking about? Mean, right. Girls. mean Girls is great. Great. Moving on from that, we've all seen it. Damien, fucking amazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Under the Banner of Heaven, first two episodes have been watched. Ooh, some Andrew Garfield yes. bits. Uh, it's good so far. It the first couple episodes have relied a little heavily on flashbacks, <clears> which <throat> is a little meh. But it seems That's like they're finally getting past that, and they're able to like progress the crime investigation and whatnot. If you watch the pilot alone. Does it make you, like, does it suck you? Is it like, I gotta watch episode two? Here's the thing. It premiered with two episodes, so I think they knew the pilot was not as strong as it should have been. That's unfortunate. Mm. That said, still enjoying it. Still gonna keep watching it. Andrew Garfield's great. It's a murder mystery thriller. Andrew Garfield is great. It looks like Andrew Garfield in True Detective. Kindly, yeah. It's not that dark or like I for the life of me I can't put it at that level like I don't want to yeah, go into yeah, those expectations yeah. True Detective it, is like pinnacle murder yeah. mystery TV True. it has that vibe for sure I yeah. get what you're saying it, it, like yeah it does have that but vibe. like I can't go and be like yeah dude it's Andrew Garfield in True Detective season 4 yeah that's that's a rough comparison plus it's not finished so it's hard to say where exactly it would land you know fair, what I mean fair does this have the great actress uh, Daisy Edgar Jones why the fuck would I know who that is Sorry. All right. Never mind. I mean, what's she? Been well, she's in? a great actress. She's a great actress. What's she been in? She's a great actress. Movies. <laughs> You're like, I just have her face in my head right now, and uh, <laughs> she's don't great know what to tell you. She's been in movies and TV. <clears throat> Alexa, show me a picture of D- Daisy Edward Jones. Edgar. Personal photos are not supported on this device. Shit. <laughs> Get the hologram, Alexa. Yeah. Sorry. I gotta. I gotta upgrade. Maybe if we get a sponsor, can we can afford one? I think they should make Siri's voice the the actress Siri. I think that uh, Amazon should sponsor the podcast. She is in that, and she's great. Yeah, I think Amazon should sponsor the podcast because we've. I mean, Alexa, I think Siri so should, po- should sponsor the podcast. Yeah, mm. the actress Siri. Yeah, yeah. Oh, who I've never seen her films, but I've heard they're great. Who is it? Right. Anyways, yeah, I know I, the name. <clears throat> I know it is an AI on my phone. Mm. Google Siri real quick on your computer, just see what comes up. It's not an Apple computer, so I can't. Mm. You that, can only that's Google an Apple computer. It's not an Apple computer. Mm. 
so I can't do that. I just simply can't. It's weird because I've definitely seen searches for Siri on your computer. I was looking into the best AI for the show. Ah, uh, yes. Ah. Uh, and that's obvious. I see. So you don't know who that is. <clears throat> I know it's an AI on my phone. Mm. Interesting. Moving on. Yeah. Anything else in your watch list? Yes. Moving on from under the banner of heaven, I finished... And this is the only anime on my watch list, so Josh, get out your snores now. Uh, that's fine. Go ahead. Are you waiting for me to go ahead so you can't no. snore? No. I go don't ahead. believe you. Go ahead. I'm not going to snore during your Alex, party. neither of us are going to do anything or interrupt you while you talk about anime. <clears throat> Please go ahead. All right. I finished season one of Made in Abyss, and it is fucked up. Maiden Abyss is what exactly? It is. <coughs> in there, in there it is. See, you got my defenses down, and that was smart of you. <laughs> it's the eyes open for it's me. I... <laughs> Blink. Well, go on. Keep tell- right, talking so about Maiden Abyss. Is about it's about an orphanage that borders a giant hole in the ground. Chris, wake up, dude. He's he's in. Chris, Chris, wake up, buddy. The he's, thing about sneakers is you can wear them on your feet, and oh, I'll spend four hundred dollars on them. <laughs> Go is on. Is that better, Chris? Is it an anime about sneakers? They have that. What's that show called? It's called Fuck You. Why would that exist? I'll, I guess Absolutely I'll have to Google that. Destroyed. I'll Google that. I you guess. should watch Slam Dunk though. That'd be good. What is what is the the anime? Yeah. I'll listen. It's about. A town where there's a giant hole in the ground, and it, you son of a bitch. And it's called the abyss. And the different layers have different symptoms that happen to you the deeper you go. And so like hell, <clears throat> basically, yeah. It's That's like cool. it's like a hell forest type thing. It has some very fucked up situations, and it's uh, pretty dark. It's Okay. Um, it's only 13 episodes, so there's that. Only 13 full episodes. Yes. Uh, also, there's two recap movies and a movie sequel. Season two is on the way. There's ten volumes of the manga. And there's a video game coming out. So, do you play the game backwards? Why would that even be possible? Because you have to read it backwards. Is it to this day you still think that the stories are backwards in manga? Yeah, and I don't it, understand. That. I didn't say that. Well, because you're starting at the end and no. going. You have to interpret it <clears throat> to the beginning. Correct. It's like a Tarant. Every manga is like a Tarantino. That's movie. actually a really good point. And I didn't see it that way. Thank you. It's like Tenet. Yes. Just like Tenet. If there was a Tenet manga, would you read it? Uh, I would temporal pincer move, move, read it. Yeah. To where I would start it after I finished reading it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that you didn't actually have to read it. Correct. Right. I see now. That's just called listening <clears throat> to the audiobook. If you do watch anime, check out Made in Abyss. There's some uh, questionable moments in the show, though. Uh,. There, it's odd. Is there a fucking big titted woman that goes you 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 you? No, and <laughs> that's right. actually surprising. All right, but there's some weird shit in there. Do they go? Ooh. Yep. Yeah, I figured. That's a pretty good impression. I figured. What's your, what's your best uwu impression? Uwu? Yes. Um, you have to do it like Josh. Okay. I'm just trying to figure out how to say that backwards. I guess it's the same thing. And Josh is doing an ahigao face now, so you have to do that. <laughs> What's that? <clears throat> you know what that is. 
You have to stick your tongue out and cross your eyes. Mm. Yeah. Which is like, why do people find that? Sec- I like. Re- I don't know, Alex. You know? Tell me. I don't. Hmm. As the one guy that only watches anime now, dude. I just. I had. Th- I had Mean Girls. I'm a cinephile. Yeah. I had the nanny with Fran Drescher. It's on Criterion. I'm a cinephile. All right, fine. Anyways, anime, check it out. Yeah. Check out anime. It's good. There's some fucked up shit, but yeah. Anything else? Nope. Nice. Chris, what about you, dude? All What'd right. you watch this week? Oh, Moon Knight episode six is good. There's that. Whatever. Okay. You're still powering to do that? <clears throat> Decent? Yeah, it's weekly. It's it's good. Okay. I like it. Whatever. Anyways, um, I watched... It's ever disheartening that we hate your watch list? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> All um, jokes, buddy. Ozark Season 4 Part 2. Ozark Season 4 Part 2. <sighs> Whatever. I hate that they mm. did that. Yeah, me too, honestly. They split Season 4 into two parts. Yeah, because everybody's Breaking Bad now. Yeah. Did, se- did season Breaking five Bad did do that? that. Oh, yes. I didn't know that. They were the first show to do that. That's really funny that a show that is always compared to Breaking Bad did the same archetype of releasing their final season. That's kind of weird. Yep, don't like it. <clears throat> Honestly, still a great show. Yeah. I have some... Um, you... Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. What, man? You described Ozark in a really um, neat way. Do you want to... Like, if you were explaining Ozark to somebody, how would you describe it? Oh, it's like, um, it's like Diet Breaking Bad that looks like it's directed by... I'm sorry. Can I help you? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it looks like Diet Breaking Bad. This looks like it's directed by David Fincher. Yeah, that's the vibe. I, I yeah. liked that comparison to it. The cinematography it is very much inspired the, by him. The David Fincher. Yeah. The Gone Girl. Yep. In the woods. Very cold. Very blue. Yeah. Very fucking shallow depth of field, locked off cameras. You know what it is about Ozark? And I kind of like went back and like, oh yeah, I kind of remember what the plot was. Like I looked into the, the, sorry, the pilot to kind of figure out like, okay, why didn't I get into this? I didn't give a shit about a single one of those characters. Mm. Not a single one. I guess it was just like the mess that they were in was like interesting to me. Hated the mom, hated the kids, hated Jason Bateman. Mm. You grow to really hate the mom. And but it's intentional. Yeah, uh, I think yeah. They, I just didn't they, like anybody. They There's all, no redeeming qualities in that show. No, they, and it and it gets a little tiresome in the final season. They're always every oh, character. Is this the end of the show. Yeah. Oh, okay. A, every every person they come across now is like, you're not good. You pretend to be good, but you're fucking evil. And that they're always like, no, we're trying to hope a doop. They're hammering home the aspect of like, oh, they've broken bad. They're not good. Maybe they were trying to make way and did to do, but now they're literally like cartel. Yeah. So mm. it's crazy. I think the there are some things that you some logical fallacies you would you have to forgive on like just from the cartel that make you like like it's a family from the Midwest. Okay. Sure. And like and, yeah. and like there's moments where you're like, that wouldn't happen, but it's you know, it's a fucking TV show. There's some there's some cringy moments like that. Yeah. But when you get past those, it's a really enjoyable little thriller it's die breaking bad yeah. it's still good but it's you know i would I, I liked it i i binged it like it was enough for me to go oh shit next one next how one, next was one. the uh the finale what happens in detail <sighs> so credits hmm. there's end credits okay uh, that's a spoiler for you but what what did what did it feel like did you're like yeah the story's <clears throat> resolved now 
Um, I on a, get on a what scale from I'm gonna fucking shit myself to I had a great time. Which one is it? What's the scale? The scale from no one's ever loved me and my life is garbage. I'm gonna drive my car off a bridge. Two. I want to live. Well, I want to live. <clears throat> All right. So is that good? It's fine. I'd say the ending is, it feels like an emergency landing. Um, mm-hmm. But I get what they were trying to do, but it was one of those things where it was like, they betray their character's arc throughout the final season, where it's like, it's going one way, and then for convenience sake, it just goes, and like, wait, you were, it's like, you were trying to ham, hammer home a morality thing here, and now they have turned... There was some, some things where I was like, hey, we are our morality is all over the place with the writing, yeah. but mm. I still enjoyed the ride. Okay. So I would say Ozark is a solid thriller series. Nice. Solid. I've enjoyed it so far. I'll, I'll probably finish it out. Yeah. Where are you in the show? I stopped right at the halfway point. Of season four? Yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> that fina- The finale of part one. Yeah, that was wild. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty fucking, pretty wild. It's just like the nanny where someone comes in and they pick up a noose and they masturbate to completion. Just, you yeah, keep bringing up that scene. You keep bringing that up. It's, I, it's crazy. I don't think that's on HBO. It is. Well, Netflix, I guess, for Ozark. What season do you have to get to in the nanny to find that? 19. Damn. Anyways, Ozark is on Netflix and it's pretty good. Solid. And what? you can watch the whole thing. What else did you watch, Chris? Um, mm. I started Parts Unknown with Anthony, Anthony oh, Bourdain. Oh, fucking Let's shit, go. BB. It's pretty great. Great. One of the best uh, television programs ever of all fucking time. Yeah. So I'm going to, that's going to be a nice little There's bingeable. something so poetic about just the way he speaks and like the, the delicate nature of in which Anthony Bourdain put into each and every episode and how he treats every culture mm-hmm. with respect. Yeah. And like he He's always wanted writer. to, he always wanted to like, because the <clears throat> nature of, filming the show is that they would go to these countries that like wouldn't be ever be on TV so like government officials would try to like okay let's get some fucking let's get some color in here let's make sure all this is nice and pretty and let's clean up the rooms and let's get you know traditional garb on these people and Anthony Bourdain specifically was like I don't want to do any of that like get your fucking you know your your crew for us out of the fucking way your officials away from this from what we're trying to film we just want to film the real way life it is the way yeah. it is with yeah. real life people uh so like that was one of those things he had to navigate for um for the show no reservations specifically specifically <laughs> um anyways yeah i didn't mean to steal your fucking no, no. show but. i only watched one episode so you've seen way more than me i'm sure so grew up on that shit yeah, that travel channel shit. yeah come yeah. on man let's it's go. a great show the way he like wax is poetic about the sharp edges of co- the cultures he encounters are really interesting yeah. i straight up uh planned an entire trip to new york based on places that he had visited yeah That's fucking awesome in all of his shows uh i mean, went to like every single restaurant that he had been to and like you know open or close like we would just go we would go see if they're still open if they're still in business or whatever and have what he had and just fucking experience it in that way. That's awesome. Uh, fucking fascinating human being. Like a, a yeah. fucking true American original and yeah. fucking missed hard. Yeah. And shout out to the documentary on him that came out recently. I would check that out as well if you can. Yeah. Road if you're down yeah. bad, fucking get some help. Yeah. Speak to somebody. The, I think it's the, I think he goes to Iran in one episode and uh, the airport gets like, artillery bombed or something and yeah. he's like stuck in there terrified wondering if he's gonna like make it out alive 
That's it's crazy. fucking crazy, dude. They described that in that documentary, too. Hell yeah. That's dude. Yeah, it, he was... He he's great. That the show's really, great. That episode really fucked him up because he's like, "Yeah, we're not filming a show anymore. Like, yeah, we're not doing this. We're the, trying to get out." Of and life. producers were like, "No, we have to show people what's going on." And he's like, "Fuck that! Like, yeah. this is going to be on the Travel Channel. Like, what the fuck yeah. are we doing? You know, welcome yeah. to the Travel Channel." Ah! <laughs> yeah. No, but no. His whole thing was like, "Let's not. Let's not. We're a fucking food show. Why are like? Why do we matter?" To fucking broadcast this on television, but you know there was a whole thing. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Sorry. Continue. No, no. I, I've started that. It's a good background show. Yeah. Um. The other thing I watched is The Birdcage, starring Robin Williams. Yeah. Fuck. And yeah, Nathan Lane, dude. dude. Yeah. Oh my god. Nathan I had never Lane seen is it. So goddamn funny. Nathan, Nathan Nathan Lane is a fucking treasure. Mousetrap. The producers. Let's go. I fucking love Nathan Lane. <laughs> Several other movies, <laughs> other stuff. <laughs> Mousetrap was was a hard. Uh, was hard... it Mouse Hunt? No, yeah, you're right. It was Mouse Hunt. Okay, Mousetrap is a. He works in game. a hotel and he's fucking chasing a mouse. Yeah. What do you want? Yeah. Nathan Lane's hilarious. Robin Williams hilarious. I mean, it was it's a comedy duo. Like yeah, it's like two titans. Yeah. Two titan physical comedic actors and for robin williams to take a role like that in like the early 90s whenever that was that's 96. a brave that's a brave move man yeah. because like non-gay actors were not playing those fucking those yeah. roles yeah back this then. is this is before rupaul's drag race wow wasn't it yes alexa when did rupaul's drag race like premiere? 2006 yeah here's something i found on God the web damn it, i'm already according to poem of quotes.com rupaul's drag race is a reality competition alexa that stop was it's almost at the end. Yeah, I don't care anymore. All right, it All wasn't right. gonna do the it. The birdcage was kind of transphobic of you. It was just gonna. <laughs> it was just gonna talk about the. Dra- it wasn't gonna say when it premiered. Okay, it was after 1996. I'm sure. But a brave role for. Um, he's so brave, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Robin Williams. But I mean, it's a fucking great movie, dude. Yeah, solid comedy. Yeah, it's it's hilarious. Um, dude, there was one scene I specifically wanted to talk about. There was. Um, there's a, a moment when they're cooking the dinner for the family mm-hmm. where Robin Williams slips and falls with a huge pot and <laughs> yeah, spills yeah. it everywhere. And, but that was a mistake. And they kept it in. Like, they kept rolling and everybody stayed in character. Everybody's about to laugh, you can tell. And they're all, like, trying to break. But they all finished the scene. And it, they kept that that take in the cut. And it I rewound it. And I was just like, God, that's so funny. It's like, I love gold. those little moments where, like, they all, they all held on. Mm-hmm. Like they're all trying not to laugh because Robin Williams is hilarious and he stayed in. Like he slips and falls, he's like it's fine, it's fine, and he's like, uh, it was just uh, the whole movie. Was, the premise is great, it's wholesome. Yeah. Um. Uh, but uh, big recommend. Nineteen ninety six. The Birdcage is on. Um. I believe I saw it on HBO. HBO Go. HBO Go Plus Max. There we go. There we Beta go. Beta Max. VHS Plus. GoPro. Yep. Laserdisc. Yeah, that Neato. streaming service. Uh, that's all I got. Um, so now, so now, that's all you had. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, sorry. Should I mean, I had... I'm sorry. It's just like you said, you're a cinephile. And yeah. You only had like that many things. It's like a pretty. Again, it's quality, mm. not quantity. Mm. I'm sorry, I don't watch anime, dude. I had the nanny, but all right. Now for <clears throat> Sicario. Let's do it. Shout out to Roger Deakins. Yes. The Clapper of Light. <sighs> Roger Deakins. Roger Deakins. Shout out to Denny Villeneuve. The shouts to Johan Johansson, dude. Yeah. The fucking Rip. bass drum intro, dude. The boop. Yeah. 
Jesus, the, dude. I, that was the first thing I wrote down. It's like right from the first fucking boom. Like, yeah. You're dialed into like suspense thriller. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the hardest movie of all time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dude, you know what he told Johan Johansson? For Fuck me compo- up, daddy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he said he wanted... What, what was it? I, I wanted to... He basically, he said, do what Jaws did, yeah. basically. He doesn't want an orchestral, or an orchestral soundscape. He wants like a rhythmic... Like a singular Like thing. heartbeat yeah. Yeah. He said of, he, of Juarez, Mexico, that's awesome. yeah. essentially. Is, he is said he wanted the sound of a threat, yeah. similar to something composed in Jaws, where Got it's that. a simple... Just a, a, a looming it. threat the whole time. Fucking nailed it, dude. Johan Johansson, RIP, by the way. Yeah. He died several years ago. Oh, shit. Not several. It was several years ago. 2018. Really? Yeah. That's four, four years that's ago. That's four. It is several. I guess so. Whatever. Several's four to seven. I so. forgot he passed away. Damn. Yeah, cancer. Fuck cancer. Um, fucking shout to him, though. I really wish we could have heard his uh, interpretation of Blade Runner 2049, although... Hans Zimmer fucking killed it. I would have liked to just hear what he had yeah, for it. Yeah. Even though it wasn't the vibe. Um, he also composed Arrival. He did. Another Denny nice. V film. Which I've seen, I mean, countless You've times. seen it. Yeah. I know. And you keep telling us, oh, like, it's not like you're compensating or anything. I'm, I'm not. I've seen it. How many times do you think I've seen it? God, I can't even guess. I, do numbers go that high? I don't think so. <laughs> we get it. You're a fucking cinephile. Thank you. Um, fuck. Where am I? Okay, whatever. Uh, yeah, he's composed a lot of really cool shit. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, but this was before. I think I checked this movie out because of Prisoners, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. I, th- this I think is, it was like this that is was the stepping. Roger Deakins and uh, Denny V's second collaboration. Yes. I mean, after Prisoners, like it's like, it's like obviously I'll watch that. Obviously, yeah. I'll watch anything these two do ever, always day one type shit. You yeah. know. Yeah, this is day one shit, and uh, this movie is so fucking good. Talked about it last week. Um, it's one of the most beautiful looking thrillers of all time. Like, yeah. it, is there a single wasted shot in this movie? A wasted cut? A wasted fucking anything? Dude, speaking of cuts, I want to talk about Joe Walker, who who edited this and who also edited Dune. Fuck this dude. dude, he won an award for Dune. He did nice. the Academy Award. Yeah, the, the this movie has probably one of my favorite edited sequences of all time, and it's in the border scene. Yeah. So we'll get to that. Yeah, but there's a in the intro. There's a really interesting choice that's setting the mood. Not not only the the soundtrack, but the way it's they discover the bodies inside mm-hmm. the wall, mm-hmm. and as they're it's cutting to them talking, going back. It keeps cutting back to these blood filled heads. Like the the blood filled bags yeah. of heads that are in the walls, and it just keeps creeping in on them, and go, and then it goes back to talking, and then it creeps and in on bodies a different inside one. the walls. It's just like a hey, don't forget, they're all surrounded by twenty bodies. Yeah, yeah. it was like throwing they, up outside, <clears throat> it, like, and even the the news is like a house of horrors. This is a traumatic experience for everybody involved. Yeah, just to be there at all, and that's in the opening five minutes. Yeah, and oh, go ahead. But the way it's this is setting the. It's like the first shot in Eyes Wide Shut. Mm. It I bring this up a lot, but yeah. mood setting in the very beginning, without that, they're not setting up the violence and the threat and the ominous horror of the cartel 
at like if they found the bodies and been like, oh, one guy puking, then they moved on. No, it's like these anonymous faces that you can't even see because they're shrouded in in Ziploc bags and blood. Really ineffective way to store bodies. If I'm just being honest. <laughs> yeah, and how are they all not like, like the smell? <laughs> the smell. They're all just living in there. But also to to like the parallel of that of like the fucking creep zooms on the bodies and stuff. The first shot inside of like the SWAT car or the, the SWAT van. That's also, they built a fucking set, a box set with the windows around it because like to practically get the sun to rotate yeah. around it. Fucking amazing. But like the, the lights slowly revealing each character and like looking into Emily Blunt's eyes for the first time. It's like, okay, we're, we're going to, see this this is all going to unfold in front of her eyes Mm -hmm. as ours too like we're we're being told the story through her perspective the entire fucking time yeah tremendous tremendous i I, I love that she was the vehicle for the viewer yes like the whole time like there's stuff going on there's dialogue assuming like you know there could have been a version in this movie where you're with josh brawlin and benicio del toro just the whole way through and there's a lot of you know exposition and like explanation for what's what's going on but no you they are, avoid that they avoid yeah. that completely no. and you follow along a person that's dragged in the dark into the the world of the cartel black ops operations yeah and you're just like the whole movie you're like what the fuck is going on and that's what she's doing yeah and that was such a fun like because that's that was the the like the carrot on the end of the stick that kept you watching in a way it's a I mean, there's a lot of things that keep you watching this movie, but that one specifically was like, what is going on? Like, yeah. what are they doing? What is the big scheme here? It's a way to justify keeping it as like mysterious as they can and keeping you in the dark while also like it does serve a narrative purpose when you find out why she is there at all yeah. and why she knows so little. Yeah, late in the game. Yeah. Like watching this for the first time, you are Emily Blunt's character. And I feel like watching it consecutive times after that, you are Josh Brolin's character. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And like even the line that uh, fucking Benicio del Toro says to her at one point where he's like, nothing will make sense to your American ears. Like that is one and of the. You will doubt everything we do. Exactly. Yeah. But in the end, it will all make sense. And then it fucking does. And then upon rewatches, you're like, yeah, I get it. I'm like, hardened. Of course yeah. I knew this the first time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you're hardened after the fact. After you see the violence and the gore and all of yeah. that, like it, you, you're sort of, um, fuck, what's the word I'm trying to say? You are accustomed to it at a certain point in the movie. Yeah. Where it's like, it's fucking haunting. It is like a horror movie at the very beginning with the bodies inside the wall. Mm-hmm. But as you go along in this movie, it's it's like less and less serious. Yeah. Like this dad that we've been following the entire movie is just fucking just dead in the street at one point. And it's just like a throwaway shot. Like not a throwaway shot. Obviously, it's purposeful. Yeah. But it's just like, <clears throat> yeah, he's just a part of it. He's disposed. Yeah. His it's, use. It's to show that someone that no had a whole life and a home and a family and it's like just just like that yeah for almost no reason just thrown away yeah well it's i it was showing the reach of the cartel sure i think of course where it was like how it's trickled into not only societies and cultures Society. but but you know organizations like the police and then also like families yeah and it's in and benicio del toro like he was saying he was like you know we could we could you're playing cleanup in arizona yeah. Or he could come with us and cut the head off the chicken. Right. Right. You know? And it was like, like, he really wanted to stop that. Like, every single night, 
Killing, but also, ki- like, he has to lure her in by giving her a purpose by telling her that. Mm-hmm. And then in the end, it's like, oh, we need her to, like, sign off to be like, yeah, this was done by the book. Yeah. Like, her purpose is so minimal to, like, the overarching thing. But, like, him as a, you know, doing this as his fucking job knows, like, all right, we need to, f- we know the kind of personality that she is. Fuck the lawyer. We don't want him. We want her yeah. so that we can manipulate her to do what we need to do, make her feel important. That at the very end, we'll just be like, oh, yeah, we'll make her sign a contract and she can go on her way. Yeah. yeah. Go go work somewhere else. You know, they, they make go, her... go go work somewhere where the law makes sense. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? You're not a fucking wolf. You don't belong we're here. We're doing th- fucking galaxy brain laws right now. Yeah. <laughs> trying to dude. lure a fucking anaconda out of its hole. Yeah. yeah. Like, so fucking hard. Just dude. stuff that's immensely illegal and yeah. like right off the bat from the first border scene she's like that was fucking elite like who are you yeah. what are you doing yeah and he's just like ah chill out we're like, shaking the tree up. yeah yeah <laughs> it, it's it's kind of a fucked up uh role dynamic for emily blunt like yeah. the whole time she's made to feel small like it like she's kept in the dark she's belittled she's lured she's used as bait mm-hmm. the whole movie and then at the end they're just like yeah sign this say it was by the books and fuck off yeah yeah like that but they're like you're they're building her up the whole time it's like oh yeah she's trained and you know good for tactical reasons yeah. she's you know she'll be super useful and then they just kind of throw her away yeah you no know? it's like totally out of her depth. like she's just yeah exactly <clears throat> yeah and dude the way there was so much and Denny V is a master of this, the visual storytelling. Like the the scene outside of the bank after they seize the money, she, he's like, she, he's like, don't go in the bank. Yeah, which and also stupid of her to do that. Yeah, like, but she doesn't fucking know. She dude. doesn't know how deep the cartel goes. Exactly. So she's going. How would she not? She's not. That's not her. She's a kidnapping expert. She says in the beginning, right. we we are shown the cameras. You know what I mean? Right, right. But she walks in and like, okay, we need this is a, a crime. Like we yeah. caught him. We got him. We can build a case on this. Exactly. He's like, you dumb. Bitch. And then her boss <laughs> is like, um, uh, this isn't my call, dude. Yeah. People that are elected to office are making this fucking call. Yeah. The boundaries are. You're not. Uh, what does he say? You're not outside of the boundaries. They've moved them. Yeah. Yeah fuck man yeah. it's basically the whole movie is like chill the fuck out yeah. it's by the books wink wink nudge nudge shut the fuck up yeah like even that one dude's character was like i'm gonna step outside yeah turns camera off immediate waterboarding like, yeah. you know what I mean? of course come on dude there's a drain in the fucking and all all you have to do is see the the jug in the water and you don't need to actually no, see the, the jug the water the drain that's visual storytelling baby that's <laughs> The visual language. There, we go. there it is. That's what it is, dude. And, and that's all you needed. And then another example would be like she goes into the bank, cut to security feed, cut to the camera looking at her. That is the best way to do the ominous horror of the cartel. Yeah. yeah. It's like there's an eye, it's an all seeing eye, but you never see someone go, there she is. Exactly. Nope. That would be small micro dick brain. Yeah. Yes. It's just yes, like exactly. she goes in the bank and he's like, oh, fuck, she went in the bank. Now her face is on the security feed. Now the bank owner has seen her. And you can tell the bank owner is like, who's this? Like the bank owner's in the cartel's pocket. Yeah. And that's obvious. Like the, the eye exchange they're having. And then and then the next scene. The little, the well, the hair bands when they're, or the wristbands when they're bundling up the money. Mm-hmm. Like that's the first little clue. Yeah. But then the next scene is her getting basically uh you know, she gets fished by ca- fucking John Bernthal. Yeah. Like uh, who was easily taken by the cartel and like paid off to do whatever he needed to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fucking fascinating, dude. Yeah. I love that. 
I, I love that aspect of it. But let's go backwards a little bit to the border scene because this is probably the best scene. Dude, the months the movie. it took to plan that fucking scene, they built a toll booth. I was going to say the amount of aerial shots of what looks like a legit highway is Th- insane. Those were mostly CG, but they built a about like a hundred yard, like actual block of the border because they couldn't practically shut down the border and film that. Oh, yeah. They, they basically they they built, built the booths, the fucking shit around the booths, the cement, the they, cement, they the, aged the cement. Crazy. Tire tracks, gum, fucking dude, everything. It's dude, fucking insane. It's, yeah. it's, it's the amazing. detail that they went into. And that's fucking shouts to Roger Dickies and Denny V for actually accomplishing that. And the production design team. Of course. For yeah. sure. That's but, incredible. But like that, the tension of that scene the mystery of it. Imagine coordinating all those cars at one time too. Fuck it's on. like because it's not just the fucking SWAT cars it's and the Federales car. and the fucking the the, the bad guys, yeah. but it's also the citizen, the civilians too. Yeah. Holy shit, man! It's like all right, everybody back to one. It's just a traffic jam for like yeah. twenty minutes. Yeah. Insane, uh, and that is one of the most carefully planned tense sequences in film history, dude. Yeah. The fucking intensity of the build up to it. Yeah. And it's like fucking a third of the way into the movie. And it's like, this feels like a climax already. Yeah. The music that uh, Johan Johansson uses during that part. And then when it finally gets to the shit, no music. Let's cut it all out. Amazing. Just fucking pop, pop, windows down, open doors, fucking cars whizzing by. Let's go, dude. The way he does realism. Like Denny Ugh. V grounds everything in realism so well, mm-hmm. like it's masterful, dude. It's it's so good. I mean, not only was it beautiful, like like the cinematography of the scene, but like there's like so many lanes of thriller happening here. Yeah, where it's like they're smuggling lanes. <laughs> you get it? Cause the, the cars oh, and the cars drive. It's like lanes. a traffic jam. Oh, it's like shit. a cosmic gumbo. Oh fucking oh. shit! Uh, <laughs> but basically. There's Emily Blunt trying to figure out what's going on. They're smuggling a cartel leader's brother out. Mm. And then they're they're in a traffic jam, which is tense. That's all to get that guy from one place to another. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. And the, and there's people out there trying to stop the cartel's brother from being kidnapped or whatever. And so, but then he's already co- captured, but he's captured. That's just to get him from, from one location to another. That's all it is. And then there's spotter vehicles on the way. The part where she loses the spotter vehicle is like the first instance of like, oh, shit's going to go Dude, wrong. But it's a the cop way, car. Yeah. The way they shot that too, where like that's in focus and everything else is just fucking blurred out. Yeah. yeah. It's just like you're being followed. Just Dude. like this ominous cop car that's following them. And it's like, hey, that's not friendly. In the bonus features, the fucking supplements oh, of Sicario, yes. they have like storyboards bo- of that, the fucking spotter car, uh, where it's literally exactly what they shot. That's Dude. fucking awesome. It looks identical. The storyboard to the fucking screen, it's like, oh, sometimes that shit can be a suggestion. They literally did what is on that fucking yeah. page. And for yeah. something that like when the paneling like that is like as important as it is to conveying what is going yep. on it's perfect yeah dude no doubt yeah so and and then also the fact that the, there's a traffic jam which is tense enough but there's people the way <laughs> there's so much character building and in, in just the dialogue of like civic six o'clock yeah yeah the, of their 
gun. What's the when, rules of engagement? Don't engage unless they engage us. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And then and then like as soon and the tension of as soon as their car door opens, all four of the car door opens and yeah. they approach the car and get out. And yeah. they're not even out of their car yet. No. And they and then just fucking tactical hard shit. And and Benicio del Toro with the throwaway, she's like, "What's going on?" He's like, "Get out of the car." Yeah, and he yeah. just fucking starts going towards the other car. And like, this is my, what I was talking about earlier. My favorite, one of my favorite cuts in film history, is them out of the car, them rushing up to like the standoff. And then when Benicio del Toro comes up and, and starts speaking Spanish, like in peace, in peace, he's like, "Do you want to die?" And and they choose basically. Yeah, they, he's just fucking. They're they're like, yeah. are, are they? It's like, are it's like if you race the gun, you're dead. Yeah, and they all do, and the sequence of shots that follows is fucking chef's kiss. Yeah. Yeah. It's Ray's gun, pop, 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 and then all the reactions, and then Emily Blunt's reaction, and then the, the fucking the windshield, the windshield getting lit up with bullets oh. and blood, and then and when the bullets stop, it cuts to Benicio del Toro, and he goes, yeah. It was Chef's Kiss perfection. Yeah, where it was is, like it was a literal cool down from that scene where it was like da 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 and she's like, What the fuck? And then and then he's just like back to one. Fucking okay, we're good. What's and then the tactical aspect of that? Yeah. yeah. And the it's precision. like they're running a fucking play or something. Yeah. It's it's masterful, dude, how they do that. And then Emily Blunt is still not good. She looks behind herself and the fucking window gets blasted by a shotgun yeah. oh she yeah she takes out that dude yeah because she didn't get out of the fucking who's car. not in civilian uniform no yeah. and he even fucking dropped that right before that where he's like watch out for the federales dude they're not always the good guys yeah fuck yeah. dude Benicio del Toro every time he opens his mouth in, in this movie it's electric and here's the interesting thing about that is he had 90 they cut 90% of his dialogue Benicio del Toro and Denny V damn we're both like why would this person start talking about where he came from to someone he met 15 minutes ago right it's like keep him shrouded in mystery the whole movie that's the way to do it and and when they finally unveiled more of that near the end it like it like not escalates but like bring it brings his character up a little bit yeah what i mean yeah well it it elevates his character exactly well the whole movie he's the boogeyman yeah yeah and he's sicario Mm. he's the hitman it, that it, that's what it was to me was when it opened with a quote like Sicario means this 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 and in Romans whatever and then it was like but in Mexico Sicario means hitman that to me was uh, Benicio del Toro's character where it was like he used to be a prosecutor they fucking they threw his family in acid and cut off her, his wife's head yeah and now he is full blown the Grim Reaper. Yep. And people know about him. Yeah. Where like when when someone's when he's like free or you know, he's like put your hands up or something, someone's like, Is that you? Like they yeah. say yeah. they say Medellin or something. Shit. It's just like he's got a miss like a myth to him. Yeah. He's, oh yeah. He's, he's mysticism for sure. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. It's that's incredibly hard. Yeah. Hardest just character cool imaginable. Hardest fuck. character of all fucking time is Benicio del Toro <laughs> and Sicario. Yeah. That is just fucking hard shit. And like even in fucking part two, the fucking yeah, like he's he's hard as shit. When he fucking time crisis to that guy, yeah. he fucking hits him with the fucking do 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 do. Hard as shit, dude. Yeah, one of the best like fully developed characters ever. Man, I implore you to rewatch Sicario two. I'm going to. I'm going to. I for sure. I, I know it's diet Sicario, but it still hits, man. This it's, is just so perfect, though. It is. I it wish is. it stood on its own. This this movie is seventy percent thriller, thirty percent action. Sicario two is fifty fifty, and yeah. that's where it, it gets yeah. a little dumbed down. I think watered down a little. 
but it still has that and like I like to be left in the dark for a lot of it. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what this does. Whereas the second part is like, oh, it's let's expo let's exp how do you explore? There's exposition all over the fucking place. That's is what true. I'm trying to say. There's no Emily Blunt character. There's no mystery. There's to no who... ambiguousness. It's it's all just very matter of fact. Yeah. Yeah. I got shot in the face and I survived because of this. Spoiler. <laughs> I didn't say who, but um yeah. But that's the thing is the like guy with I, a hole in his face. I know I know you bring that up a lot, but it's like I like that I know it sounds ridiculous, but that is realistic where if you don't hit the brain, you can survive a lot. Yeah. You'd be surprised at what a bullet can take to the head. I know, but it was just so like let's not chop his head off. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? I guess. Like we do everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Also like jumping ahead, but the way uh, Benicio del Toro's family dies and then the cartel leader saying, it wasn't personal, man. You're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, finish your dinner. <laughs> like, yeah. That is on, the dude. hardest moment of I, the movie. I wish he actually did the, like, with his mouth yeah. as yeah. he did that, as he killed his that guy's family. Dude. <sighs> it was just three in a row and shots. one of the best shots, or one of the best cuts, excuse me, is the wife's reaction after he's like, I'm sorry, your wife, your little girl. And she's like, yeah. yeah. She's like, oh, we're going to fucking die. Yeah. My children are about to get fucking killed. And because my husband killed his fucking yeah, entire because family. Because fucking duh. Because, yeah. 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 But how but they. The they realization cut, on her face, come on, man. They cut to away for a second. I can't remember what they cut to, but you just hear the three gunshots and you're like, oh, that's the family. The f- I think Off it was green violence, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Three. Yeah. It's three. It, two kids and the wife. I'm saying it was a, no, the fork. Isn't that what they cut to during that? Is it? I think it's the fork on the plate. Oh, I, I didn't. I While know. he kills the family, I think it's just a fork on a plate. Oh shit! Probably right. Well, the the off screen violence is always think. the better way to do it. Oh, I yeah. mean, Denny V. That's what he with the waterboarding and it, then with. It, it would be one thing to kill that dude's family on screen and like two little boys get fucking killed and like you know that would be that would be one way to go about it, which I feel is very much of the second film right, yes right. yeah that's a good point that's true that's something the second film does not that's the true. first film that's true the, the way they did it in this one is just the most suspenseful way they could have it's done masterful it. yeah. it's a it's a masterpiece in that yeah. way dude and the way he approaches first of all the way he approaches the house and gets oh, in yeah hard as shit and then and then also the when he's walking in and he's got the aerial support and they say six left he kills one in the lobby and then he sees the the maid and then sees like, four at dinner. Yeah. So he's like, all right, I'm good. And he just casually walks up to them eating dinner. Dude. That was the hardest shit. Yeah. Um, but then then the line, time to meet God before he executes the guy. Bruh. Or well, like he even says, finish your dinner. Yeah. After he kills his family. And That's he's like, hard. I mean, what's the fucking point, dude? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what would you guys say? What would your final line be to the cartel leader before you before you off him? You want me to say this on record? Yeah, and I mean, we live in Texas. Go ahead. Sure. Hey, buddy. You did some crazy, wacky stuff. There we go. There it is. Yeah. All right. Very loud. All right. Mine would be. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> yeah. There it is. Yeah, that's, that's the three, three bodies. Three bodies. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Chris? I would be like. And that's and that's one shot that hit all of them. Right. I curved you the bullet. Them all up. I curved the bullet. Right. Fucking. 
And that's in Sicario 2, they killed bullets as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, that's some shit that would be in Sicario 2. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not, I'm not saying it's bad. I know yeah. I, I exaggerate, of course, but like, this first one is so fucking masterful that they decided to do it without Denny V, mm-hmm. without Roger Deakes. Yeah. It just feels fucking like insulting, dude. Still has Josh Brolin and Benny, Benny Del Toro. So, mm. so did Jonah Hex. Yeah. You know, Josh Brolin didn't want to do this movie because he just got done filming like Everest or something or some movie about, mm. or maybe he literally climbed Everest. Summit of the no. gods. <laughs> he didn't want to do this because maybe he, he literally, <laughs> he didn't like this character. Oh, really? He didn't like the character. He was like, oh, there's not a lot to him. He's kind of a douche and uh, like th- there's no redeemable qualities. <laughs> and then he actually hung out with guys that do this for a living. Yeah. And he's like, this is pretty cool shit. And it, it like, he was just like, decided to like just get beers and fucking go to get lunch and fucking just chill with them to get a sense of like okay what is actually redeeming about these people and he just sort of replicated that yeah i'm just like you guys a blue collar worker with several million dollars in the bank yeah but their their dark sense of humor about yeah. like yeah. about black ops yeah like because shit. how else will you get through that yeah exactly. I guess. like yeah hard um, but I guess Roger Deakins wrote him a letter trying to convince him to be in this movie. Wow. That's fucking awesome. That's something I read. It could be real. It could be not. But Roger Deakins, uncar- you're welcome to write us a letter. <clears throat> yeah, anytime. At any point. You know. I mean, we've we'd, coined you the clapper of light. We'd love to come on your show uh, if you'd like to come on our show. You can come anywhere. You can come anywhere you want to. You can clap any of our lights. The clapper of light. Roger Deakins. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um... Yo, shout outs to uh, Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah, he's yeah, great dude, in this. Of Get Out fame yeah. and Black Mirror fame. Yeah, he was great in this. He is good. This is before he blew up, right? It yeah. is. <laughs> he, he was good in this. I didn't even recognize him until... Oh, well, I mean, I recognized him in my rewatch. Mm-hmm. But like the first time I saw this movie, I want to say it was after... Actually, no, that doesn't make sense. Never mind. Yeah, yeah Get Out is for sure what put him on my radar. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. I, I love that Black Mirror episode, but he, he wasn't like... There's so many Black Mirror episodes. Yeah, I love that Black, Black Mirror it's episode. Really He's good. fucking that to me. When I think of Black Mirror, that's the first episode I think of. Is really? that weird? No, that makes sense. First one, then San Junipero, then that was a great one. Some other ones. Yeah. Uh, good shit. By the way, good shit movie. Uh, <laughs> good shit movie. <laughs> good shit movie. Dude, the fucking mounted shot on the Federales, the truck at the end, like before oh, they get yeah. to the border. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Every every shot in this movie is literally perfect. Yeah. The thermal scene. Oh, my God. That was really that, cool. The whole sequence Sick. where the fucking boots, mm-hmm. like you can see the fucking heat signature of the guy's boots. The fucking uh, stunt coordinator actually heated his boots up <laughs> and wa- like that. Those are real footprints. Yeah. And those are real thermal cameras. They didn't do like CG. No, it fake looks it. legit. But, yeah. Uh, but I thought it was so cool. Like that was actually the so much like Roger Deakins was like, why why shoot this moonlight if I can see them? Why would they have their goggles on? Why would they need these silly night vision goggles? Yeah. Like, like we've got to shoot at night vision or thermal because it's that dark. The scene after that where it's like dark and stormy looking. on the, Dude, that is fucking incredible. That's a fucking happy accident, dude. That is amazing. That just yeah. happened to happen and they were like, all right, we like, got to shut. Let's fucking go. They're like, we have like, to shut production down and Denny V's like, drive into it. Yeah. Like, and then you let's get that, go. Then you get that shot of the lightning bolts. That was all practical. Like dude. it was just like just clap, happened. The clapper of light. Yeah, Roger Deakins is it's like, like, oh, you need light. How about a snowstorm? Yeah, <gasps> and he just he's fucking conjures Odin. a cloud, dude. Yeah. He stormed from X Men. He's like, let me just get overcast. 
just yeah. <laughs> every time he's on a film set, he just his fucking, eyes turn white. Yeah, fucking throom. like the guy from Dune. He just goes throom, and just fucking yeah. summons Overcast. Yeah, I was gonna say the uh, the the scene right after the. Well, let me talk about one thing. And there's a moment where Emily Blunt hits her head on the roof of the tunnels. That was a real like take that they just kept into kind of stormtrooper moment. Yeah. Bonk. Like, Bonky. Cause it was like, Oh, well these are small tunnels and she's in over her Genevieve's head. He's like, good choice. She's like, Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, dude, the, she's the so fight with John good. Bernthal, dude. Wow. That was, that was sick. Wild. That was, it, it was, it was gritty and fucking realistic. You're and like, Oh, she will die. It wasn't a like, and one and two and three and four like it was it's just a messy it was joke. just a messy fucking brawl i loved that and the way that the gun fired they're fighting over the gun yeah and the one like misfire into the wall dude. fucking sick so good yeah the good i love a good messy realistic fight mm-hmm. yeah um but back to the the thermal scene that when they got out of the tunnel and benicio del toro he's commandeering that vehicle he's he's taking the vehicle and then she's like no i'm following I'm following fucking the Grim Reaper. Yeah. That's the real ops. Yeah. And yeah, so she's because fo- she's like, I have to know. Yeah. She, cause she just wants to get to the bottom of it. And as the viewer, <laughs> as the viewer, so do you, you're yeah. like, you're like, what is really going on? Yeah. Well, I want to get to the bottom of it. Of course. Of course. Yeah. You, you maybe not as much as I do. I it's like a it character on, trait. I like it know? on the top. What can I say? Mm. I, I don't need to get to the soft white underbelly. Like right. you do. Oh fuck, man! You do like the to get to the bottom there. of the soft white underbelly, oh, man. preferably by rustling papers. Yeah, shit in Manila folders. Mm. Oh, when they fucking when you when you get a band around a thingy, dude, and you oh, unfurl the fucking yeah. oh, that you little, untwist it. That, that is un- true. You oh, and then you open it, and, and then, then you, you got rustle. <sighs> Yeah. Now, oh. in, in, implying nobody's read it in a while. In a long time, and you're fuck. like the first to touch it, and it's like uh. old info and the oh, data. Oh, fuck. And then oh. they make some phone calls. Dude. It's the best. And if it's on a fucking, like, old school fucking bling. A rotary dial? Oh, oh my God. Don't you dare. Everything, all the getting to the if bottom you, of it movies occur pre-cell phone. Like the oh, good for, ones. Yeah, because yeah. they have to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no one's like, I want to get to the bottom of something. <laughs> oh, they're like, oh, fucking face ID. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, um, but yeah, uh, but back to the, back to the, her getting to the bottom of it. Right. She follows Benicio Del Toro out of the tunnels. That scene where she s- tries to hold up Benicio Del Toro. Yeah. And he immediately oh. gets a human shield. Doesn't think twice. Yeah. And says, put your gun down. And she goes, like, freeze. And he immediately shoots from the hip. By yeah. The way, which as is so she's talking. And right on target. Yeah. As she's talking, which is genius. Yeah. She's in the middle of her thought, unexpected. Like, <laughs> yeah. Shoots her right in the plate. Yeah. She's right in the plate. Intentional disarming shot. Never point the gun at me again. Fucking goddamn. And if, yeah, I will never do that again, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The whole movie is her getting completely. Wait, but then she does. Yeah. Oh, she does. Yeah. But he's like, you're not a fucking wolf, bitch. Yeah. And he goes, and he yells into the fucking moonlight. And he just howls over and the he turns into a wolf and he fucking runs. <laughs> it is a twilight moment where he jumps up and boom, he becomes a wolf. Yeah. Directed by Denny Villeneuve. That Vano. was definitely the best part of the movie. Yeah. And then Slow Ride comes on by Fog Hat. 
Then he goes, rawr. Take it easy. Fucking Josh Brawl and his foot flops. <laughs> I love Texas. He's riding a wolf. Yeah. Um, yeah, this movie's fucking great. Yep. I implore you to rewatch Sicario 2 just with... Dude. With a grain of salt. One of my favorite moments in this movie is like... Like you're saying, like the fucking dark humor of all of the people, because it's like, how else are you going to get through all of this shit? Yeah. But the one white dude that's driving them around, he's like, yeah, I'm fucking pissing blood. I don't know. That guy, his fucking line about like, he's admiring the cartel. Oh, yeah. And he's, he's like, like what it's they, genius. What he's like, they what do. they do is just brilliant. Yeah. And yeah. he's like admiring the cartel yeah. and like the like the symbolism of, of everything. But and like, like how they, in a way, like he is right. Yeah. Like yeah. it, the way that they maintain control with such a brutal iron fist is like yeah insane, dude. This movie this movie makes me want a cigarette, and I have never smoked a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it's so fucking tense, and, and like, it makes our main character start smoking again. It's yes, so intense. Yes, yeah, so like like even just little moments of her being like, "I just need that right now." Do you have another one of those? And like, yeah, finish it before you go over there. She literally takes a puff, and it's like, "Fuck, yeah." I don't know something yeah. about it. I was like, "That's that's a vibe." It did look. I mean, cigarettes are always romanticized in movies. The, when I want to relapse and smoke cigarettes again, it's because of movies most of the time. Mm-hmm. Where I'm just like, "Jesus, that close." You're watching shot, Fight Club. That close-up shot with the sound design of that crackle. That, are you yeah. talking about Fight Club? Just any movie. Oh, okay. mo- He's talking ton- about Bad Santa. <laughs> they do that. I think of that like every time I think of smoking. I think of fucking Helena Bonham Carter Carter in. Uh, uh, Fight Club when she's smoking it, oh, yeah, like yeah. the and fucking, she's fucking yeah, she's doing the French inhale. And That's so sick. Right above her. Yeah, yeah, it's that this smoking's movie did, neat. Yeah, which brings us to our next sponsor, Marlboro. <laughs> Marlboro, which is illegal. Uh, the we, hel- have, we have an illegal sponsor. Yeah, the cartel. <laughs> the helicopter shots, dude. Yeah. Fucking a man. Yeah, fucking a. You know T- Taylor Sheridan, the guy who wrote this, is also an actor. I did not know that. Did you I know don't that? know if that's, I can recognize him or anything. It's like J- the Joel guy that's a really good actor, but also a good writer. Joel guy. Joel something. Fuck, he's a really good writer, and it blew my mind when I... Edgerton? Yes. He Word. He's a great writer and actor. I had no idea. He's a good director, too. Didn't know that either. Uh, Taylor Sheridan also wrote two films that you also really, really liked a lot, Chris. Are you ready for these? Yeah. Hell or High Water. Yo, that's why I checked that out. And Wind River. Sick. Uh. All right, are you ready for wrong people, dude? Uh, are you just going to reference our Discord? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Shout out to Patreon subscribers and all that. Thanks for your money. <laughs> Thanks for the money. <laughs> Thanks for supporting us. Thanks for supporting us. All right, Joan Laurier of World Socialist Website. World Socialist Website. Mm. Says, rooting a film in personal revenge is one of the cheapest, laziest, and most retrograde approaches possible. Sarah Mars of Cinesnark says, there's enough payoff in... Cinesnark. Cinesnark. There's enough payoff in the action to make Sicario feel satisfying, but underneath the the combined polish of Villeneuve and Deacons is a hollow shell. I I like Mm. that most wrong people describe this as hollow. Like, Like, not this, but like, we always get the words hollow... We should respond and be like, are you talking about the movie Hollow Man with Kevin Bacon? <laughs> are you yeah. talking about the N64 classic Shadow Man? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Richard Porton of Cinemascope says, far from being the cunningly ambiguous mortal parable, its champion claim I to it. <laughs> Big words. 
far from being the cunning, ambiguous moral parable it champions claim it to be, Sicario actually hedges its bets in order to remain shamelessly crowd-pleasing. I don't think I've ever heard of it referred to as a moral parable. It's not... It's it's actually just telling the sequence of events and there's some mystery around it. Well, well there's, there's some no moral dilemma in it though. I would say I would I say guess... I would say Emily Blunt is moral and they are arguably the immoral ones going off the books and doing black ops and killing people to stir the pot all that stuff but like I don't know I I, I want to go back to the first one real quick because she okay. she mentioned what did she say she said uh it, plotting it in revenge is cheap. Yes. I mean, that the Count was a- of Monte Cristo is hack. <laughs> <laughs> Old boy sucks. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a character trait. It wasn't a plot trait. I would say that that his was a revenge story and for him. For him. For his character. But like he was a tool that they like let loose. Right. right. Like he like as they to say operate outside of the boundaries of lo- the law, dude. They quite literally say he has no side. These she's like, he works for the Colombian cartel, the competition. And they just go, he goes where he's sent. Yeah. He goes yeah. anywhere they let him loose and take the gloves off. They go anywhere that made him, dude. Yeah. Hardest shit ever. Okay. Ken Hankey of Mountain Express. Express spelled X P R E S S. Okay. Spell the whole word. Basically, just another violent movie about drug trafficking. It's efficient enough at what it does, but what it does is neither new nor significant. I like how he describes it as violent when most of the violence is actually off screen in this movie, aside from like the border scene. Yeah. Also, double negatives. If you're trying to sound smart, you use those. Dummy. Two out of five stars. Two out of five. Two out of five stars. My God, it gets three alone on the cinematography. They could have gone doop a doop a doop a doop a doop the whole movie, right? And it would have been like three out of five stars for the cinematography. Brian Miller of the Seattle Weekly says French Canadian director Villeneuve rubbed our noses in Pennsylvania vigilantism gone wrong in prisoners. Now he grinds our faces further into the smothering sands of American sanctimony. I hate him. (laughs) Yeah. What fucking nonsense was that? He clearly American sanctimony. I guess the fact that America feels like it has to be, but the way he wrote it, it's so cunty. Yeah, it's it's pretentious. He clearly hates Denny V. That's fine. I think one thing I want to talk about with Denny V. The way he, unless we got more wrong people, we had two more. Okay, go ahead. Christ. Amy Nicholson of the LA Weekly says Villeneuve's proven he's got a strong punch. The trouble is he barely aims. C plus. <laughs> he barely aims. This is gonna get him. And when I release this in the local weekly newspaper, <laughs> L.A. It's Weekly killed any V. L.A. Weekly is a pretty big paper, anyways. But uh, it's a paper. Who the fuck reads those? And That's the, the last one, Cole Smithy of ColeSmithy.com. We've heard this guy before, haven't we? We brought him up. Is he the guy that Numerous uses times. the garbage level flowery verbiage? Well, let me say. That this is from a video essay, not from a written review. I tend to enjoy those. A video essay. Go on. A disappointment from start to finish. Dennis Villeneuve's attempting to be Ed... uh, Excuse me. One more time. A disappointment from start to finish. Dennis Villeneuve's attempting to be edifying international drug thriller 
fails miserably by the social realist parameters it portends to fulfill with macho quasi-military bombast. Die. Oh my god, those are some big words. C minus. Wow. For Sicario. He's really good at using a thesaurus and dictionary. Also, this wasn't like very bombastic in its American bravado and like machismo. It was just sort of like that's who they were, and they were kind of covert about everything. Yeah, but it is macho, quasi-military bombast. Yeah, they're tough <laughs> guys. They fight the cartel. <laughs> you can't have fucking hey, fuck Christopher that- Mintz Plass playing Josh Brolin's character. Just fuck that whole string of words. Yeah. It's fucking just, so pretentious, That is dude. so bad. Like, that is... He's Our like, buddy <laughs> Cole Smithy, come on the show, and Cole we will Smithy. murder you on camera. He's <laughs> like, no, because I haven't written out beforehand what i'm gonna say to you in person he's Uh, like fuck i have to bring my online thesaurus god damn it anyways any more wrong people that's it dude shout out to cole smithy our boy i'll never forget a guy named cole smithy yeah you hate that name is 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 cole short for nicole no it's a man okay i'm just checking because i guess that's how shortening names works Mm. but smithy (laughs) you you really had a problem with smithy yeah, that's uh it seems like the cartoon version of Smith. Yeah. Right. Hey Smithy. Hey Smithy. Whatever. And now Will Smithy. Yeah. He's wrong. <laughs> He's wrong. One thing I want to say about Denny Villeneuve when, when he when he was flying around making movies before this, he went to different countries, different cultures. He realized how complex everything is. And one of the things this movie is an exploration of is just simply simply complexity. Right. Is what he talked about, where he's like, "It's I not black and white. It's not black and white. It's there's covert to covert ops. There's black to black. Like there's there's like ops and counter ops to everything going on. And there's and, people who were just unfortunate enough to be born in that area, and now they have a life there. And the cartel has a stranglehold on every choice they may ever potentially make. Yeah, like the police officer. Right? Yeah, and that's one of the things." light and dark is explored in this both like physically but literally where it's like the moral, you're, you're yeah. kept in the dark there's there's stuff that happens behind closed doors in the dark like there are entire sequences that are in the dark yes and and that's the climax of the movie like that's the darkest when they're really close but like um yeah that's i think that was one of those things they were playing with like metaphorically like light and dark like um you know good and bad and evil and moral and there's a gray gray area of course too yeah but um I don't know if it's a quasi-military bombast. I'm not sure about that. It, no. Machismo? <laughs> no. Machismo. I mean, who the fuck else? That sounds like a gonna... fucking Italian dish. What is going on? <laughs> I'd like the quasi-military machismo <laughs> to go, please. And they're like, oh, okay. Doof, 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 doof. <laughs> yeah. They just shoot your plate. Yeah. Time All to meet right. God. Nice. Anyways, um... Anything else on Sicario? That's it for me. That's all I got. That's all I got. Just that hour and a half. Fuck. That's a good episode. Oh, Christ. But. News and Cinema with Marty Scorsese. Boys, for the 150th time, we have to determine whether or not Sicario is, in fact, cinema. This is a really easy game. This this is a really really easy rating. No, I'm saying for the visual listeners, the people at home, if you're listening to this episode or this podcast for the first time, we have to determine whether or not this movie is in fact cinema on the scale of one Marty Scorsese's. Yes or no? Is it or is it not cinema? Chris. 
This movie is one of the best political action thrillers of all time. Roger Deakins, The Clapper of Light. Denny Villeneuve, The Visual Language God. And a great ensemble cast. It's absolutely cinema. Ah! That is Orson Welles backing up our yes. statement on it being cinema. Alex? Yeah. Ah! <laughs> Orson Welles again. Um, this is 100% cinema. Ah! Going on record saying this is a perfect film. Uh, now, it is our dutiful obligation to determine whether or not Sicario belongs in the one true format, Hollywood's format, of 4-3. The, the Academy's format. The Academy's format. A format reserved only for the best of and most creative of movies with creative vision. The Passion of the Christ. The fucking The Lobster. The mean Witch. Girls. Mean Girls is 4-3. And Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yep. Alex, does it belong in 4-motherfucking-3? Yeah. Ah! Chris. It is absolutely in my stack of 4K Blu-ray. Ah! It's 4-3. This is 4-fucking-3. <laughs> Boys, congratulations. Congrats to us. We did it. That was weird. It was. Sick. We did it. It's, it's a 4-3. It's a solid movie. Um, Yeah. One of the best movies. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Yeah. Yeah. Do we do the actor game? Sure. I got to take a piss real quick. Sure. I right chugged now. a whole beer. We can right do, now. We can do it without him. That's Fine. true. I'll like, play from the bathroom. It'll, it'll be just like he's here because... Well, there are lots of actors to choose from. You want to go with Emily Blunt? Uh, we can wait for him, for real, though. You just said we didn't have to wait for him. Well, he's going to fucking... He's, it's going to be a long time. All he right. did chug a whole beer. So, I think he's gone now. Yeah, yeah. When... At one point, do we decide to replace Alex? Here's the thing. Uh-huh. I've never gotten better sleep than when he talks about anime. That's true. So and he almost serves a purpose now. And he kind of, I guess in a way, some weeb fucks might like what he's saying. Yeah. And then listen to the rest of the podcast. There are other children out there that read things backwards that might enjoy that aspect. And they might give us some money, too. That's true. So we're we're really putting our feelers out there. Yeah. Trying to get the most bang for our buck. Our hot dog hand feelers. Exactly, dude. Yeah. I didn't like that movie, by the way. I know you didn't. You're, you're, I mean, we can't all be right, people. Exactly. There are the fact that you people. like it is wrong. Well, the fact that you dislike it is wrong. I disagree. See, this is what wrong people is all about. Like in the Discord. Yeah. How, some, do, some how people does people agree and some people disagree? How does anybody watch this movie and be like, eh, this is not for me? Yeah, it's tough. It's tough, right? Yeah, it's like it's 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 almost like, what how did you What are you doing? What did you how'd you do that? Did you watch it with the lights on? Yeah. Did, did you did, did you, you watch it on the beach on your phone? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, well that would be why you didn't like it. Did you watch it in the car on your like while you were driving, dude? <laughs> yeah. Cause there's no way you watched it. Unabridged and yeah. thought it was bad. Right? right, right. Anyways, whatever. Alex is back. Anyways, Chris, I noticed you didn't have any mints in the bathroom. It's not very hospitable of you. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. Oh I'll, yeah, I'll try and improve. Well, big oopsies. Well, Whoopsie. what do you mean? We're recording the DMT, and we oh. def for the first time, and we definitely okay. remembered. We're wearing the same clothes, so it has to be in continuity. Yeah, so this and is fair. yeah, it. 
Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. We're d- it, we're just gonna fucking do our DMT. Here's here's the DMT. Here's the dumb movie title for Sicario. Done in time. I I will go ahead and go first. Uh, the hardest shit ever. The movie. Hardest shit ever. The movie. I have a revenge is a dish best served in the presence of your loving family. Okay. Too long. <clears throat> I disagree. I've got Sicari Bros and the Cartel versus the Grim Reaper. Mm. All kind of shit. I like DMTs. One of, I like either Josh's or mine. Okay. Preferably mine, obviously. All right. I don't like any of them. How about that? Mm. What if we just do episode one fifty Sicario? Kind of stupid. How about episode 150, Sakari? Oh no, the cartel's here. That's that's good. a that's a that's DMT. better than what you had. Sakari, oh no, the, cartel, the cartel's here. I like it. Go or for Sakari, it. Sakari, oh no, the cartel. Sakari, oh wah. Sakari, oh whoopsies. Taco Bell noise. Yeah. Taco Bell noise for sure. I yeah. Like All right, that's uh, that's the DMT. Yeah. And then we'll continue the episode as normal. As normal. Not like we're running a temporal pincer movement on this episode or anything. Now time for the two games I'm about to win. Do we need to do the box office game? Yeah, let's do it. How much did Sicario cost to make? Hmm. Well, as the expert on the economy, I will go first. Yeah, please do. Spoken like a true... $55 million. All right. Well... Mine is going to sound like I'm competing against you. Then don't. I am. Then don't be a thief of answers. Sixty-one million dollars. Son of a bitch. Well, then I'll just go to fifty million. Just to. You I know. think you already know that it's sixty. I. Th- I mean, Alexa, what is the budget for the movie Sicario? Sicario cost an estimated thirty million U.S. Hey. Congratulations, Chris. Nice. I'm the winner. So that was about half of what you guessed. Yeah. Yeah. Just thought I'd point out how fucking wrong you were. Yeah, dude. you were way more wrong than us. I was the least wrong. Yeah. That's true. Therefore, I won. You I was wanna... 20 million off, and I'm like, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> you stupid. You want to kick off the act- actor game then? Sure. You're going to do great at this, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, Which, who are we doing? Benicio del Toro. Oh, fuck. Go ahead. Sicario. The usual suspects. Um, let's go with Guardians of the Galaxy. Ew. Oh, nice. Um, Fear and Loathing. Mm, I'm out. Nice. Benicio Del Toro. (sighs) Fuck. Why can't I think of a single fucking one? Shit, I just had it. Rumors. Fact checking. In Espanol. Um, 21 grams? Was he in that? I don't know. I've never seen that. Um, 21 grams, Alex? Shit, I think I'm out. That grams is in like uh, Graham Norton or is in the word grams. Okay. What do you mean? He is in that movie. <laughs> Fuck! Great. Now we have to restart the whole podcast for episode <laughs> one. <laughs> Good job. Thank you, Emily Blunt. Sure. You just want to rematch because you lost. 
pick anyone. I'm just saying, you were like, oh, I bet you'll do great at this, Chris. And pick, then I fucking won. Yeah. Pick, you notice that? Pick fucking anyone, really Chris. Bad. Hmm. Anyone? Any other actor? Pick fucking anyone. Adam Sandler. Oh, fuck. Billy Madison. Happy Gilmore. Quick. I'm out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. <laughs> Blended. Nice. The Wedding Singer. Eight Crazy Nights. Nice. Jack and Jill. It's a great movie. It is. It's not quite a smart movie like I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Mm. Well done. Nice. Um, the Animal. Is he in that? Or is yep. that Rob Schneider? Okay. He's in it. He does uh, the You Did It. Or uh, he's the, you can do it. You can guy. put your weed in there. No. no oh, the yeah, guy. he is that guy. Uh, the Whole Nine Yards. The Hot Chick is what you were thinking of, and he's in that. The Hot Chick. That's yeah. his answer. Oh, I thought you said. So you're fucking out. So you're fucking out then. That that's was, weird. That was kind of fucked up, the way you guys just ganged up on me. Like, that's fucking weird. do that at all, but. Alex? Hmm. Funny how you were the first person out on this. Funny one. how I won two games and you're probably Funny not- how you're you've won two games ever. That's great. Oh yeah? Good In 150 for you. episodes. Good for you, man. Stalling so hard. I have said nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Stalling for him so hard. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Bench warmers. Punch drunk love, and he wasn't in that. Fuck you. <laughs> he wasn't in bench warmers. No. Not, even a, not a even a cameo. I don't think so. Yeah. Alexa, was Adam Sandler in the movie Bench Warmers? Punch drunk love. He was also in. Here's fucking... something I found on the web. According to thericious.com, he has had roles in the Bench Warmers 2006. Go ahead. Click 2006. Stop. Blended. Alexa, stop. 20- all right, you're still in then. Let me do my Jimmy Neutron galaxy brain thinking, so hold on. He's going to his Sherlock Mind Palace. His eyes are rolling. Just go with it. Airheads. Son of a bitch. <laughs> me trying to throw I ideas know. into your head right now. <laughs> <laughs> me trying to telepathically throw movies in your face. You know how stupid I am? I literally just was like, I'll just Google some Adam Sandler movies right now. I'm out. I'll just say Grown-ups, fuck you. Na- nice. Nice. All righty. Congrats to me. Well done. You won one for being the final winner. <laughs> you won one. Good job. <laughs> you did it. Josh Brolin. God damn it. All right. Sicario. I'll start with the classic old boy. Avengers. No Country for Old Men. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Putting your differences aside. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yikes. Fuck it, I'm out. The Goonies. Stand by me. Oh shit. Deadpool 2. Nice. Mm, nice. 
I hate that he's in two different Marvel things. Yeah. That bugs me so much. Even if Deadpool 2 is like technically non-canon or whatever to the MCU. Whatever. Whatever the fuck. I can't fucking picture. Oh, Sin City 2. Nice. Nice. Joshua Brolin. Joshua Brolin. Fuck you, dude. Joshua Brawl. I'm out. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything else. Yeah. We gotta go. Yeah, I'm fucking tired. Yeah. And we gotta do another one of these. Yay! What? <laughs> Thanks for listening to There Are Too Many Movies for 150 times, and that's obvious. Because you did that for sure. Because you did that. This is your 150th episode. And thank you for listening to all of them. That equates to over three years if you consider the bonus episodes. And wow. Three years of doing it the does. show. Is there anything else we need to improve on, guys? Everything. Uh, for the next 50? Uh, getting sponsors? Yeah. Yeah. I'll take another stab at it. Go ahead. Okay, let's go. This is brought to you by Amazon. Um, Alexa, say pitch Amazon. <laughs> Amazon.com. Amazon. That's. She did it. The Be. Later, Toads. <laughs>